there was a briefing to Parliament yesterday um, about the situation on uh, North Lock's Kraal, the site which um, used to be part of the Department of Forestry, Fisheries and the Environment. It's owned by the Department of Public Works and Infrastructure, but was managed by DFFE. And then there were people occupied the land. The idea was to set up a Khoisan settlement there. And there has been some toing and froing, and there was a briefing to Parliament yesterday as to the status quo. Boeing Robo is the municipal manager of the Tiervaterskloof municipality into which the Knoflokskral area uh, sits, in which it sits. Boy, good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. How are you doing? All right, thanks. And yourself? I'm great, thanks. And good afternoon to all your radio family. I don't like calling the listeners the listeners, but they're the radio family because you guys are a family with them. So good afternoon to to them as well. Looking through what was said, uh, the reportage of what was said in in Parliament yesterday, it it looks as if we're kind of not moving forward in any direction, that there's still a stalemate. The people are still there. Um, There is at least in principle acceptance that they are not going to be moved but further than that we're still in in a, in a sort of holding pattern yes john i think that's quite correct in terms of your overview of the situation so the predicament on on the residents that we currently have on the land is that the land happens to be within the boundaries of geovatus however ownership of the land still rests and vests in the Department of Public Works. Now, part of, of what was being discussed yesterday was we, when we appeared before the Portfolio Committee was around the provision of basic services, even if they might be temporary in nature. So what that means is that we're looking for water trucks for the water, we're looking for some sort of sewer network that that will be te- temporary in nature. Now, uh, I, I expressed, and my speaker was also in the portfolio committee, uh, to express that part of the issue that we have is that, number one, um, because we don't own the land legally, if any money is set aside by the municipality to try and service the land, there is an intergovernmental process that must be followed. So as the land is owned legally by Public Works. Public Works then has got the 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 responsibility um, to be able to provide those services. But however, we as a municipality have been quite clear from the onset. We understand that there's an element of basic human rights, which relates to shelter, that we we will not violate. And that's why the people who are on the land are not being removed. However, we are not able to provide any services because number one of the financial obligations thereof, you're looking at between three and 5,000 people that are on the land at the moment. But number two, legally, the municipality does not own the land and does not have any vested right on the land at the moment up until we hear otherwise from public work. Last time I talked about this was an interview probably, I would think, in, in August or something last year when there'd been a national government inspection of the site and I spoke to, I think, a deputy director general from the Department of uh, Forestry and Fisheries and said they were going to be talking, um, they were going to set a plan in motion to transfer the land to the Tiervaterskloof municipality. Has anything happened in that regard? So, John, uh, yes, we've had a number of meetings 
So we've got what we call the Project Steering Committee, which has got Public Works, which has got Forestry, which has got SAPS. It's got the local, well, the provincial local government office. And then it's got us as a municipality as well. We've been meeting and trying to discuss and find ways of how we can try and remedy the situation. But part of, of, of I think, the next if there of our next meeting is next week. So uh, we're having ongoing meetings to try and find an impasse or solution onto the impasse. But the issue that we've got, forestry has handed the land completely over to public works because forestry was saying, and the minister of forestry, Minister Barbara, Barbara Creasy, was in the portfolio committee yesterday to stress that her department has tried all they could uh, to assist in remedying the situation, but there wasn't there wasn't a willingness some members of, of, of then the committee. So as a result, then they handed the land over on, over to Public Works. Uh, but, John, I must say uh, this on record, that um, we, there's a lady, a regional, regional manager, uh, Mrs. Penny, uh, Penny, who's been instrumental in, in assisting. She really has done well to try and curb the situation and try and find and make sure everyone finds each other. Uh, but we, at this moment in time, I can't, I can't lie to yourself or the listeners yeah. I just, uh, in look, terms of uh, saying that there is a solution. But we are working t- towards one. But it will be an intergovernmental solution. So it will t- take national, which is public works, who now own the land, for them to be able to have some sort of agreement with the provincial government in Western Cape, as well as Diabatoskloof Municipality, which we are working now towards. But at this moment in time, no, no and, concrete yeah. solution is, uh, is, is on the board. Is there still movement into the site? You said between three and 5,000 people, which is, I mean, there's quite a variance between three and 5,000. And um, I have spoken to representatives of the community living there, and they have said that they are restricting numbers. They're not allowing more people to move in, but uh, is is that the case? I mean, do you uh, do you run? Is there the possibility that by the time there is an intergovernmental solution to this, it'll be having to find a solution for eight thousand or ten thousand or twelve thousand people rather than the between three and five at the moment? Hundred percent, John. So your your question is 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 there is there an increase in the number or is there a restriction? And unfortunately, I, I because I'm not, we as a municipality are not the owners of the land. I can't be able to verify or deny that for you. But um, you, you'd need to have that response from Public Works. But from from the numbers that we have as a municipality, the numbers are on the increase. Um, and we are aware that Public Works have got a, a large security contingency that's currently looking after the land. But for for the escalating numbers and whether the well the the veracity of the numbers that I'm giving you are true or not, you need to ask Public Works. But from the numbers that we've got as a municipality, the numbers the, are on the, increase. The reality is that the minute that uh, services are supplied, and you talked about the human rights aspect, and it's mm-hmm. it's important to mention that. But the minute that people get um, uh, get sewage systems, uh, get water, get whatever else is provided for them, and uh, then there are going to be further occupations. Then further government-owned land or private-owned land is going to be occupied because people are going to look at... It's not been an easy road, three years nearly, for the people at Gough Lock but at the end of it, they are on a 
on a patch of land that originally uh, belonged to the government and what's to stop other people moving on to other bits of land belonging to the government? And John, we as a manufacturer have, been very, have, have actually been very cognitive of that uh, in terms of setting a bad precedent <laughs> in terms of what's happening. Uh, and you will, you and probably the listeners will, will, will have heard or have read every time that municipal-owned land is invaded, the municipality is, is, is quite stern in the response in ensuring that we protect that land. And the reason that we protect municipal-owned land if it is invaded is because most of the land that we've got has already been earmarked for housing projects. Now, we've got a backlog of about 9,000 9, houses backlog in our municipality. So if ever we allow people to invade the land, it means we as the administration are saying to the 9,000 people who sit on a, on, a, on a housing database waiting for a land, we're basically showing them the middle finger. So it becomes quite important that we protect that land. So that's the stance that the municipality has taken. However, again, around the issue of Nufluks, the land does not belong to the municipality. Boy, we're going to leave it there, but thank you very, very much for finding time to talk to us this afternoon. Boy Ngobo is the municipal manager for the Tiervater Kloof municipality.